When your child is struggling, as a parent, you need support. Welcome to Beyond Risk and Back. I'm at the 46th Annual Psychotherapy Associates Winter Symposium. This is in Colorado Springs, and once again, I get my hands on the experts. The men and women who are speaking at this conference, the, the, the other people having booths here, this is where all the experts in the industry of mental health and addiction and recovery gather to share the information they have, and I wanna get it into your hands. So thank you for joining me on this week's episode of Beyond Risk and Back. It is hard for parents to um, get past the fact that uh, uh, the, the, the kids that their kid is hanging out with probably uh, influenced them, got them started on this, introduced them to stuff. Um, damaging communities, unhealthy connections that these kids have made. They're dating people that, they, that the parents don't like. Um, and, the, and the hardest thing for a parent to hear when I hear a parent say, um, I just don't like this group of friends that they have is, you know, other parents are saying that about your kid, right? My parents have said that to me. <laughs> I'm serious. It is hard to hear as a, as, a, as a kid. It is. And so, and we forget as parents because we've had these kids from age five, zero to 12, where they have been completely parent centric, right? Development says from zero to five and zero to 12, you are who your parent and your teachers say that you are. And then all of a sudden there's other voices. And without that, we don't develop properly. So Stacy, uh, we're talking about communities we're talking about connections, the importance of that in recovery, right. the power of that in addiction, yes, and how that plays out in both sides of it on the on the sacred and the profane side. Absolutely, I think you know the most profound feeling that I have is walking into a room of people that understand what I'm going through. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like it in the world when you're with other people that can understand your thoughts, your feelings, and your emotions. Because we don't know everything. We don't know what we're doing. We're doing for this for right. the first time every single day. So if we can connect with people that that have walked just a little bit further ahead of us or that are just in the same you know place that we're in, it just it fills our cup because we know we're not alone. And that connection piece is so important. All right, let's talk about how you got into this. Like, like what are you doing working in this industry? What happened to you that now you're here making sure yeah. other people are getting help? Well, right? I'm 12 years sober. And um, I didn't believe I was ever going to work in the recovery field. I, I would see people work in recovery and I'd be like, what are you doing? Because, you know, you live it. And right. then now I'm working in it. And right. it is the most beautiful thing in the world. It's the 12th step, right? It is the best it is the best thing in the world. And so, um, and you know, the, the longer, you know, the, the more sober that you get, you see things a little bit differently, yeah. right? And yeah. I feel like for me, the most important part is that connection piece, that, that community piece. With, without that, it, um, I feel like my sobriety and people's sobriety, like, isn't that, um, doesn't feel as good as it is when I'm not connected. You still, you still feel like you have a tribe, you have your clan, the people that you can call at three in the morning that aren't therapists, but actually do understand what's going on with you? Absolutely, 
hundred percent. And I hope that I am there for other people that that can call me. That I create a space for other people, and and these parents. Okay, so of, the, of these of these kids, right? I, I feel like I, I have young children. Mine are six and nine. Okay, and and I. They're still all about you. Oh my God. I look at them and I'm like, which one's going to be a drunk? You know, like which one's, you know, I'm serious. Like you're like, I'm everything they do. I'm like psychoanalyzing them, you know, but, um, as a parent, I think it would be, it's, it's so important to connect with other people because you have no idea what you are doing. You've got this person and, and they're, they are in this addiction and you can't help them. And the, but there's other people out there that can help you to walk with you. It's when, when parents start to ask about their kids going to 12 step meetings, and that's a tough one for me because uh, the 13th step, quite frankly, you know, there, that there is, um, it, it's hard for me to recommend to a parent to go to a 12 step meeting. Why? I mean, it's hard for me to recommend to a parent to send their kid to a 12 step meeting because of that 13th step, because there are things in the 12 steps that are not appropriate for children. And I'm talking the 12 to 17 year old kids, a kid who's still in high school. I hear you. However, where, where else do you find a community like you can get in a 12 step room? Well, you know, there's, there's like Al-Anon, there's Alatot, there's Alateen, but, but these for about are for people that are, you know, on the outside of recovery. Right. So, um, you know, I don't know. It, it, it might be a good idea if somebody's having a hard time with this is maybe start a, a young people's meeting. Sure. And because, I don't know, I mean, that seems like the solution. I, I, I see when, when there's not a solution there for me, I just create a, a, a solution. So maybe it's starting a meeting. I don't know. It's very much the warrior archetype. You're like, there's right. nothing for me, so I'm now I am doing it. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, but I do know in terms of like a parent, though, there's that connection for them. Yeah. Because as a parent, you know, there's all that you could do is take care of yourself and your spouse and your spiritual health and your mental health. Because at some point you may have to pull back. You may have to like really look at your enabling and there's that community and that connection for people out there that are, that are parenting, you know? Why in your opinion, um, can the parent not be uh, the community for a kid who's struggling in recovery? Great question. Because a peer, so, so, appear like okay I see someone else and that that's my age that that's struggling and they're doing really well like I'm gonna listen to them when was the last time you listened to your parents yeah never never <laughs> I'm 38 Sorry, I just started doing I'm like you're a genius you're literally a genius but I mean seriously like they're an idiot they're an absolute idiot until you're like 40 yeah you know and so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna listen to anyone but outside of a young, another young person, they want to feel that connection. Right. And, but you have to surround them with people that are doing the next right thing. You said something at the beginning, like, like where you're talking about, it's, it's even, even if you're a parent in recovery, okay, or where, where I'm a parent in recovery 22 years, I have a, 22, a 23 year old and a 24 year old. So okay. if either of my children came to me and they're like, so I've been really struggling with this, surprise, yeah. you passed it on to me, thanks a lot for the luggage. Um, <laughs> right, but, thanks dad. But the, my goal would then is immediately say, where's your tribe? Because it can't be it's me. It's not gonna be you. Because? And, and because they're not gonna listen to you because they need Still. people. They need people their age that understand and that can speak their language. And they're saying, because it's like when you look at somebody that you feel like you don't have anything in common with and you're like, I can't do that. 
Right. You know, that they look at somebody like you that has 20-something years sobriety, and they're like, there's no way that I can do that. I could but not picture There's it. no way. Right. But this person that looks like me, talks like me, they're doing it. Maybe I can do this. Right. Maybe I can do this. And I'm telling you, having that connection and that community piece with people that, like, parents to parents kids to other kids or adolescents to other adolescents, there is nothing better. It's like you're cut from the same cloth. Sometimes I don't even have to say anything and we are just together yeah. in this space. But isn't that one of the things they say in the blue book is like uh, um, an addict helping an addict is without compare. Like there is nothing, nothing like, like it. it. Nothing on this planet. So I just... I, I'm standing on my soapbox today, <laughs> shouting from, to anybody to find someone that is walking your walk, right? That is a little bit maybe a further ahead of you. It, I think that would be good. But if somebody's just walking your walk, yeah. and, 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 and if they're winning, if they're doing the next right thing, stay with them and stick with them and share your story with them and ask them their story and ask them how they did it. That's why we have sponsorship. And that's why we have mentors in this program. What happens when the connection piece just becomes, and I'm, 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 I'm playing devil's advocate because you know, I always have my parents' voices Please. in my yes. head, um, where it just becomes, you know, the, my, my kids in this recovery after school group and all they do is get together and war story. And it's just a race to the bottom again. And they're just comparing the, the, the awful times they had or the terrible drugs that you did and it, it almost feels like they're glorifying the worst possible thing that could ever happen to them. Like, is that okay? Is that is that something that I, I should allow and stay out of? Or do I need to say, hey guys, let's no war stories today. I mean, it sounds like it's like you're trying to control the narrative of that that meeting. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and there is You mean a, a parent with control what, issues? What are you talking about? <laughs> I think that um, the the nature of any kind of recovery program is to connect. We connect with our story. I qualify myself. Right. Here's how I qualify yeah, myself to it. be here. And then where's the solution? That's it. And there has to be somebody in that room that is solution focused. And, and that is that, that is that winning, that person that's, that is, um, that is, Oh, what's the, I'm not want to say winning because I feel like I'm Charlie. What's his name? But, um, uh, Charlie Sheen. God, I hey, just right now, stuff. right now we can say he is winning because he's he, been sober. Isn't that great? It's amazing. But the, stick to the winners. Yeah. Yes. So the, the person in the room that's doing the next right thing, that's got some sobriety, that's really spiritually, that person's going to stick to solution. He's going to. That person's naturally always going to turn that topic around. So sure. yeah, I mean, you you don't sit in that room and try to navigate that conversation. <laughs> Get out of here. Okay, sponsors. Let's. <laughs> Because, you know, with whether whether it's a you know the the peer-to-peer -peer concept, and in the twelve-step room, it shows up in sponsors. Someone with time in supporting some someone fresh off the choo-choo, right. okay. But that there's a couple things that come up, especially and I and I put this out, and I know I got sober in the rooms too, so okay. I'm not I'm not dissing the twelve steps. Okay. Um, I am when I have to recommend something to parents, I'm cautious of the thirteenth step. People picking up on people fresh off the choo-choo because those are easy pickings. Sure. Um, but when it's time to come for a sponsor, like, is this something you just got to go with? Do you vet? Like, like as a parent, if your kid, my 17-year-old kid's got a sponsor, do yeah. I, can I talk to the sponsor? Can I, do I meet the sponsor? Do I vet the sponsor? Would you talk to your, your wife's sponsor? 
no, but my wife is older than I am. <laughs> and not my kids. So, so I am, and, and only a year. So let's, let's qualify that. But, but if I'm, oh, man. you know, like, like this is a hard piece that I get asked Hmm. And I got strong opinions on, but I I need to know. If it's my child, if it's somebody that's like under seventeen, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a. I'm not going to talk to my, that sponsor in terms of like what are they talking to you about, what step are they on. But I'm saying, are you safe for my child yeah. to be around? Are you safe? Talk to me about you. Get I want to get to know you. But ultimately, you know, that's like. I mean, I think as a parent, there's there's a safety component there. Absolutely. Yeah, I mentioned. I don't know. What do you think? Well, I I, honestly, that is that is what I have uh, as a primary concern, especially. Well, I mean, men men help men, women help women. So you kind of alleviate some of that garbage, right? Don't you? Yes, absolutely. And that is that is that it's that type of information that I want parents to get. That that my number one recommendation is if you've got a daughter in the rooms, it's a woman who's working with her. There, there's no other way. There's no other way. And we don't even have time to get into um, <laughs> LGBTQ and all right, those things. Right, but I'm just right, saying right. in terms of like what, what I know as like a heterosexual woman, a woman, I stick with women. Women help me because we are all sick. And I should not be talking to men well, that's, <laughs> in general. And that's what I always mean. And I've, I'm sure some parents are wondering what I mean by the 13th step. There are 12 steps in recovery. And the 13th one is this is a great place to start dating. And it's the worst thing you can do in it's recovery. It's literally the worst idea that you can ever have. I was three ever. months in and I started dating. And How'd everybody, that go? <laughs> uh, <laughs> the most toxic relationship I could have possibly ever created. How, how, how sober was A year and a half. And a year and a half later, uh, all the guys in the room were like, I still tell you so. Are you ready to listen yet? And I'm like, yes, I am. And it, it took, it was, it was a year and a half of browbeating. You need to break up with her. You need to move on. How oh, we got this. It's all good and healthy. Relationships are the last thing you do in recovery, not the first. And I was, like I said, three months in when I started. Man, if you're 15, 16, all you're thinking about is girls and boys. Because we're going to try anything that's, before we recover first. Yeah. Right? That's 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 the bit. But that feels like connection. And that's what I'm, especially because they're in recovery you too. you got to just beat it in someone's head. That sponsor, all the other people in the room, your parents. Women help women. Men help men. Period. Period. And I think that recovery centers like ours and yours and every other place, that is a message that we continue to send. And, and if we continue to say, say those words and, and, and send that message, then hopefully somewhere along the way that they'll listen. <laughs> we'll get back to our guest in just a second. I got to make a quick shout out to two organizations that have really helped out Fire Mountain and Beyond Risk and Back at our booth here at the Winter Symposium. First is Guayaki Yerba Mate. They have given us cases and cases of this amazing, incredible drink to hand out to other people, to get people in the industry of mental health and addiction to understand the benefits of Guayaki Yerba Mate and brain recovery, brain building. I could, I could spend an entire episode, which I did, by the way, with one of the co-founders, David Carr. So go listen to that Beyond Risk and Back episode. 
And you can always Google benefits, scientific benefits, scientific research behind Yerba Mate, and you will understand why we give this drink out to people in the industry. This is a hidden gem that is getting more and more popular. So please support us being supported by Guayaki Yerba Mate and go pick yourself up a can and get some for your teens. And then second, I need to thank Psychotherapy Associates Winter Symposium people themselves for letting us be here and broadcasting this show and helping us email all of the speakers to get the information, the, 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 the new cutting edge research in brain development, addiction recovery, mental health. And I get to interview these incredible people and get their information into your heads, parents. So thank you to Winter Symposium and thank you to Guayaki. Okay, let's get back to our guest. Okay, so let's as we're as we're coming around the end here, Stacy. Let's review, um, you know, these points for parents about uh, how important uh, uh, this connection piece is. Mm -hmm. And like we were just talking about, we're not just talking about the kid, are we? Right. And and with community and with connection, I feel like, for, okay, for me, that is the cornerstone of my program because of the word accountability. Okay, because when you stop coming around, people because you've made these connections, okay, and you make these connections and you stop coming around, people start calling you and they're like, where are you? The, the adults that they've connected with in, in recovery programs are calling the adults and the, the adolescents and the kids that the kids have connected with are calling them, where are you? Yeah, where, I didn't where see are you, you last week, what happened, what's and going on? And that feels terrible yeah. when you stop coming around because you know people are gonna start calling you, so you show up <laughs> to your home group Sometimes I've literally gone to my home group because I don't want somebody to call me. Right. You know, I'm like, I don't want to go to my meeting, but I kind of don't want to get called out. But that's enough to and have another is. meeting under your belt. And so it's accountability, but it's also this feeling that you have. And I know that you feel it. And the people that are listening that understand this, there is no better feeling in the world than connecting with another human right. that, that, that understands recovery, that has walked this walk, that... As a parent, they have a, a child that they're also struggling, but they're a little bit further ahead, and you're just like, I'm on my knees here. And they're like, it's going to be okay. You'll get, you'll get there's, through there's, this. There's nothing better. Right. There's nothing better. And have, have you, you have ever, to have it. Have you ever done an Al-Anon? Like, do you go to Al-Anon meetings? Or I've you, gone a couple times, yeah. Is that something a parent should go to? Oh, or? my God. Please. Please go to Al-Anon <laughs> or even, or even um, children of, of alcoholics. I mean, I think like every single person on the planet should go to a 12-step program. I mean, that's my personal opinion. <laughs> We're all just super screwed up, right? You but um, in terms of Al-Anon, uh, so important because you can't fix people. You can't get your child sober. You, you cannot do any of those things. But you can you can learn how to be the best version of yourself to support those people. Stacy, talk about your the program you're here at the Winter Symposium with, uh, what you guys do, the the population you serve, all of it. Let's promote. Red Rock Recovery Center is amazing. We're in Lakewood. We're not far from here, and really our. Our cornerstone is like that young, that adult population. Our milieu is really focused on that 18 to 35. Gotcha. And failure to thrive. I mean, that's really where we're at. We, um, I'm going to stop you right there. I want my parents to understand what that term failure to thrive is. We all know in this room what failure to thrive means. What does that mean? So a parent listening to go, oh, by God, right. there's a program for my kid. Re relapse after relapse. And, and they're just not getting it because, you know, some, some kids go in and they're like, I got this. And then they get sober. <laughs> and then that's like right, very right, rare. Right, right. Come on now. That's like not going to happen very often, <laughs> but you know, they're young and, and, and they're, they're continuing to use and, and may, they maybe go to a treatment center and, and, and they leave. So that's, it's just really 
it's that's what failure to thrive is to me. I mean, and I know that that's you know just continuing to go to uh, different recovery centers. So they're or in the revolving yes. door process. Absolutely, okay. and and we really focus on that trauma piece because everybody's got trauma, little yeah, T's, big T's, and. Um, connection we really and and having that young population is really good for us because of that connection piece are you guys residential yes we do uh i would say php iop i don't know if people really know what that they, means my, my parents do partial hospitalization <laughs> right. intensive outpatient yes, outpatient and, and, and residential a, a beautiful community um iop as well that has a little bit of the older population as well so we've got some of those parents and those a little bit older people in there too but you know we have um sober living we have um housing. so you have a transition program Correct. as well yeah. okay that's yeah. important so you know um i think what's really important for people to, to know about red rock as is that we're really serving those those young people that are that have a failure to thrive and that are really looking um to connect with other young people i mean I, I'm, it's not it's not young people like like fire mountain yeah, we're 12 to 17 right but, yeah. so you know we're, we're after that. So yes. we can be a good partnership. I'll, I'll shake your hand well, well, and we'll say, you know. We have we have kids who age out and they're not done. Absolutely. They came in two months and then we, we make agreements with programs absolutely. say, go there next. And our clinicians and our clinical staff, they are absolutely just, they, they, they blew me away. I, I walked in there to tour the facility several months ago and I felt this, this warmness. And I said, I was like, I have to work here. What do you do there? What are, What is your role with them? So my role is really is outreach. I'm the director gotcha. of, of marketing and business development. So, you know, I connect with other treatment centers because sometimes, you know, really a lot of people in this room here at the symposium are doing the same thing. If somebody's not appropriate for my center. We have to know where to put them. I have to know where to put you because this is important because if you're not appropriate for me, I need to know exactly where to send you so you can get the best care that you can possibly I, get. We have been saying that forever. I'd rather have an empty bed than a wrong kid in the wrong bed. Because just, it, it, yeah. it, it completely creates this um, this space that doesn't work for everybody. And Fire right? Mountain's not for everybody. You're not for everybody. They're, like we And if we don't know our own treatment modalities and where our clients begin yes. to stop, then we're in it for ro the wrong reason. Absolutely. And I love Fire Mountain. I think that you guys are cool. Thank you. I, I met um, with one of your clinicians not long ago, and she blew me away. She's so, so cool. And so, you know, I think that we have a lot of the same um, kind of the same modalities and uh our people really care about what we're doing, you know, and I think about we give them life skills, but before they leave or that we create a space for them for those life skills before they leave, like resume building, yeah. like learning how to, um, okay, I'm 38. I'm not really hundred percent sure on the checking account at this point yet, <laughs> but those are the skills that we, we send people away with. Yeah, you have to. I mean, it's so important. Who's yeah. who else is going to teach us? We didn't learn it at school. And if you're, say you're 25, 27 getting sober, you probably drank most of your, you're probably not balancing your checkbook. Probably anytime not. In, in the recent future, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or the recent past. Yeah. So anyway. Okay. So you're in Lakewood. How do people contact you guys? Okay. So we are at redrockrecoverycenter.com. Okay. Yeah. And then an email if someone wants to speak to someone directly, especially admissions. Do we have an admissions phone number or you want them to go to the website? I would go to the website. Yeah. Um, you can go, you, I mean, anybody can email me, but I would just go to the website. You can go to info at redrockrecoverycenter.com. I mean, if, if I give somebody a phone number right now, I'm, I'm weird about that because I'm like, who's going to really write down a phone number? So, right, but, right, but right. people are going to remember our website. So I'm going to say it like three times. Is that okay? okay? Please do. Redrockrecoverycenter.com. 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 You guys got social media. You got the know. big five. Yeah, we we're all we're all over the place, and you know I think um, 
I think that people come to Colorado for recovery. If they don't already live here, they come for, to Colorado for recovery because we have adventure programs. We have all these really cool things that you can do. So, I mean, I think that, you know, we, we all offer some really great things here. I don't want to mispronounce your name. I'm going to say Godbold. Did I say it right? Stacy Godbold. That's, yes, that's sir. That's an incredible last Isn't that name. great? Godbold. That's it is amazing. like the coolest name. <laughs> I mean, it's like... Is this one you got, or is this this one you were born with? I earned that don't, one. Don't give this one up. This is a good I, one. I earned it. <laughs> I earned it. You're, you're the coolest, man, and I, and I appreciate you giving, you giving people a space to do this and for parents, because I cannot imagine, I'm not kidding, I cannot imagine my child struggling with, with, uh, with addiction because... I'm lucky. I'm one of the luckiest people on this planet that I, I got to get sober. Yeah. And I continue to be sober every day, like one day at a time. And not everybody gets sober. That's There's true. just so few of us that do. Well, listen, I got three episodes from the uh, uh, Cape Cod Symposium that I did with professionals in the industry whose children are heroin addicts and pot users. You got to listen because they know everything you and I know. And we're in recovery, and then their kid shows up, and it is... They're like idiots all of a sudden. Yeah, like, not only that, but it, it shows you that this thing, this disease, this crisis, it has no demographic. Oh, yeah. It will grab whoever it wants. This dragon does not care how much you make, what you look like. It grabs you. So go listen to those episodes. They're, they're amazing. But Oh, man. Yeah. And, yeah. and you can have all the data in the world. You can have all the data and all the knowledge in the world. And, it, and all of a sudden, it's your kid and you're like... You lose it all. What is going on? Yeah, you lose it all. Stacy, thank you so oh, much. It's obvious you. you've been on the radio before. Uh, so thank <laughs> you very much. Uh, and uh, we'll be in touch. Your booth's right across so I can throw things at you. I'm going to throw so many things at you. All right. Uh, well, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. This has been another episode of Beyond Risk and Back. Thank you so much for joining me, parents. Please remember to give us a listen, a like, a subscribe, and share us with your friends, other parents who need the support. I have a few people I'd like to thank. First is Frazier PR. I'd also like to thank Your Cause Consulting. And I need to give a shout out to Deepin Productions. As always, thank you to Mental Health News Radio for hosting this show. And I'd like to thank Guayaki. Guayaki has sponsored our booth here at the Winter Symposium. And of course, all my fans everywhere, all over the world, thank you so much for making Beyond Risk and Back a number one parenting podcast. Remember, parents, take care of yourself first, your adult relationship second, and your children third, because in that way, we do our best work with our children. I'll see you next week.